Chasing it done turned me to a savage Groupies in the lobby They just trying to get established God, I've been guilty fornicating from my status All I wanted was a hundred million dollars And a bad bitch Plus that paper chasing it It turned me to a savage Groupies in the lobby They just trying to get established God, I've been guilty fornicating from my status Niggas be loving the oh yeah They saying the new day What's going on everybody? Welcome to the All-American Chelsea Podcast. I am your host, the captain, the leader, the legend of all things you see. All-American Chelsea, what's going on? It's your boy Christian coming back again to you live from beautiful Miami, Florida, the good old US of A. What's going on, everybody? I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to have my voice back. Uh, I was dealing with a little bit of a head cold last week. And it was just a pain in the ass. Oh, I have really bad sinuses. Um, I kind of inherited it from my mom. My mom and I have really bad sinuses. So a couple of times a year, what, three, four times a year, feels like every couple of months, it's your boys down for the count for a couple of days uh, with just like sinus issues. Uh, like my throat it's just a disaster anything from the neck up is a disaster my whole body aches just sucks so i i I couldn't give you guys a podcast worth listening to um while i was sick and it was good to take some take some time off like i got my instagram fired up um so you guys should be following me as much as you can like all is appreciated and that's going to be all american chelsea on instagram because i was really kind of like i had an instagram account for a while for all american chelsea but i i I didn't i didn't really do much work on it because i was kind of focusing on twitter because twitter was always like new to me um i had a twitter account back in the day like 08 09 um it's still there i still look into it every so often like to see all the tweets that i follow it's like a little bit of a time machine you know like who was i back 10 years ago and it's really just bullshit just like bullshit nothing 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 of note more like oh i saw diddy on twitter and he's so motivational it's like fuck out of here dumbass back in the day but um so but twitter I, i've never really 
I never really got into. I was always, you know, I'm more of an Instagram guy. Like, I, I get Instagram. I know how to m navigate the hashtags. And I, even though the, you could do the same thing on on Twitter, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel more comfortable on Instagram. So not to say that I'm neglecting Twitter. It's just I was focusing 100% on Twitter. And then I'm like, fuck it. Like, time to fire Instagram back up. So I'm on Instagram now. I'm going to be posting way more on Instagram, way more, growing that account. I think I'm at, like, 100 followers, some, some shit like that on Instagram. I'll tell you right now. I'm pulling up my Instagram right now. Uh, All American Chelsea. <laughs> 100. I have 40 followers on on Instagram on All American Chelsea. So, we're going to see how just today's October 3rd. So, we're just going to make a mental note how long how fast I can uh, grow that Instagram account. So what's up, everybody? It's been a while since I talked to you. Lots of things have happened. We had a couple of Chelsea games. Shit. Um, what else has happened? Fucking Kanye West melted down on. Not I wouldn't even call him a meltdown. His performances on Saturday Night Live were a disaster. Guys, I, I I'm I'll be the first one to raise my hand. I'm the biggest Kanye West fan. I have been for years since his first album, since I heard Through the Wire on college radio. Uh, it was like, it, it, okay, so if you guys don't know, he did two versions of Through the Wire. And if, okay, I'll take it back further. So Kanye West, it, when he first started his career, he was a producer. And before he came out with his solo album, uh, College Dropout, he had put out his first single, Through the Wire. When he did through the wire the one that i heard it was legit like sounded like he was still in the hospital he got into a really bad car accident if you look at kanye's face it's kind of like like he has like really pronounced uh like a really pronounced jaw i guess like a jaw muscles and i think f to to my understanding it's 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 like a still like of an injury like like he had plastic surgery and stuff and for his injury because he broke his jaw so the song through the wire he does he he did it from the hospital with his jaw wired shut so the w version that made it to the album to my understanding is the same song but it's a little bit time it's it's, it's some time after he got out of the hospital so he's a little bit more um What's the word? What's the word? Uh, he, like, you can understand him a little bit more. You can understand him a lot better than the version that I heard. The version that I heard, it was like, you're like, that's my Kanye West impression of Through the Wire. But anyways, so I've been a fan of Kanye West, a super fan back since then. Every time he comes to Miami, I'm always at his concerts. I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. However... Going, I mean, from the beginning, Kanye West, outside of music, has always been a little bit of a controversial figure. A lot of bit of a controversial figure. Whether it was with the Taylor Swift incident, uh, the Katrina incident that, you know, depending on what side of politics you're on, that could be, you know, 
you enjoyed what he said or you felt like his what he said was a little bit distasteful or a lot distasteful. Either way, the point I'm trying to make is Kanye West has always been a controversial figure. And in spite of that, I still remain a fan. But recently, he's getting to a point, and it has nothing to do with, with the content of what he's saying. It's more so that's rubbing me the wrong way. It's like, bro, like, like, I like your music, but all of this extra shit, like, I'm a grown man. Like, all of this extra shit, I don't got time for. And I would be okay with putting up with all the extra shit. If I got more of the what I do want from you, which is music, which I mean, Daytona he put out was fire. Uh, he he produced that was fire. Um, Kitsy Ghosts, I, I I play that all the time. Um, Life of Pablo, I love. Uh, Ye- Yeezus, I love Yeezus, but it's just like now I'm seeing him more and more and more, and it's for the things that I don't want to see him for, you know. And and again. You you guys don't know if I agree or disagree with what he's saying. It's just that whether I disagree or, or agree with what he's saying, that's not the point. The point is I'm seeing you way more than I want to see you. And when I see you, it's for the things that I don't want to see you for. You know what I'm saying? So so we had that. And then um, this weekend, I'm a... I'm I'm a massive MMA fan, a massive UFC fan, and Jesus Christ, this weekend is one of the biggest fights. Uh, might be, I mean, I I, I don't have an argument if for uh, uh, against the Conor McGregor, Khabib Nega Nega Nemegormedov. I knew I knew how to say it, but uh. It's one of the biggest fights, period. And and I'm excited. I couldn't be more excited. I'm trying to get a bottle of Proper 12, uh, Conor McGregor's whiskey. I, I, don't, I don't know anything about whiskey, people. I know about beer. I know about rum. I know about vodka. I don't know anything about whiskey. I know about tequila. I don't know anything about whiskey. But I'm going to get it anyways to support the boy, support my man, um, because I've been a huge fan of Conor McGregor since day one. Since day one. Since he got into the UFC um, I knew about him since Cage Rage. Uh, I, I just been a fan, and I just feel like it's cool, like you know, to support. And so I'm excited for this weekend's fight. So this week on uh, the uh, the podcast, I have I brought on Louis, not Louis. I'm sorry, Louis from 100% Chelsea. At this point, I feel like I'm. You know what? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna fuck it, Louis. Louis, if you're hearing this, you will hear this. I am proclaiming myself as the unofficial member of 100% Chelsea. That's it. I'm going to start making business cards and everything. I'm going to put it on my Twitter feed. Uh, I'm going to put it in my handle. Unofficial member of 100% Chelsea. I I feel like I'm part of the crew. I'm part of the crew. That's it. That's it. I'm in. So, Lewis from 100% Chelsea, um, we have an awesome conversation. Guys, you're going to love it. Um, and I'll talk to you at the end of the, the conversation, at the end of the podcast. All right? Later. All right, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? We're here with the homie Lewis from 100% Chelsea, not to be confused with Louie from 100% Chelsea. Which happens a lot. 
You'd be surprised how many times it happens. Not even just face to face, like on YouTube and Twitter. Like people look at us and they call us the other name. Yeah, I mean, like you guys look identical. I mean, you guys are twins, no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like everything's everything's the same between both of us. Literally, we're polar opposites. I, you could, I, I mean, if you couldn't be more opposite, only I guess. You only way you guys could be more opposites if one of you was a female. Other than that, like male to male, there's no way you could be more opposite. None. Nah, but that's but that's <laughs> the beauty of both of us working together. It's what I've always told Louis. Me and him are polar opposites, and that's why we always work so well. The perfect second opinions. Perfect second opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Louis, I got. I, I started. <sighs> You got on my radar, obviously, through 100% Chelsea. And for those who don't know, 100% Chelsea on YouTube, do yourself a favor and subscribe to the channel. It's one of, if not the, I mean, I'll let any you guys out there decide who's number one. But if 100% Chelsea is not amongst the running as the top content, uh, Chelsea content on YouTube, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, again, you decide. No, you're warm in my heart, man. You're warm in my heart. No, no, no. But it's the truth, bro. It's the truth. Who? who okay. So, all the cha- I mean, there's tons of channels out there, and this is no disrespect to anybody. This is no disrespect to anybody. I'm not shitting on anybody. However, you got yourselves, CFC's Fan TV, Nini, uh, Blue Lines TV, the homie Nini FC, uh, Blue Lines TV. You got um. There's another dude that I actually I want to reach out to him. Um, he does uh, Chelsea content. Uh, what is his channel's name? What's his name? <sighs> he doesn't. He doesn't go to the matches. Um, it's the, the channel. Con- the channel is called like uh, Chelsea or is hold on. I have it. I'm pulling up YouTube right now. Uh, All right. Okay, I'm trying to fi- I'm trying to figure out as well now. You got me confused. Right. That says Blue Lines TV. It's all Chelsea. There's ours, there's... It's all Chelsea. Yeah, it's all Chelsea. It's all Chelsea is the YouTube channel. Um, let me have a quick look. Yeah. But I... No offense to them, I haven't seen them yet. Yeah, That's he's a small a channel. Quick... He's a small channel. He's he, you know his videos that he puts up. He gets uh you know like five thousand. I'm it's looking a at nice it now. logo. This is what I'm talking about. Like his graphic design, like his artwork and his production quality. The dudes by himself is is top notch. It's top notch, bro. His thumbnails are very good. <laughs> okay, if you want to say that's bro, very check good, check the videos. If you want to say that's very good, that's fine. I'm saying that there are. That's why I found him. His thumbnails are crazy. His graphic design is crazy. When he does. Um, when he does his, and I, I'm so sorry, homie, uh, you know, the dude from It's All Chelsea, I wish I could, I wish I, I, I remembered your name, um, so I can give you the proper respect, um, but his live streams are crispy, the way he has his graphics on screen and everything, it's nice, the dude's content, his live streams, oh no, his live subs. But he gets he gets a good amount of people in his in his live streams. So, um, shout out to him. How many does he get? 
Uh, if you do, you know. Uh, I can't see it here. I mean, he doesn't get he doesn't get anywhere in the ballpark of um, like somebody like Nini or anything like that. But his content is definitely worthy of it. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep this tab open. I'm gonna have a look when I leave this. Yeah. Well, when we're all finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I've actually reached out. Have I reached out to him? No. Yes, I've tried to reach out to him on Twitter, um, and I've been meaning to reach out to him like, like again, like through email and stuff like that. Like for anybody out there, it's all Chelsea on YouTube. Um, so, but you know, there again, like this guy's channel. There's a bunch of Ch- Chelsea channels. Um, that are on YouTube, yeah. They, they, but you guys have to be in the running for for top what three? No doubt about it. No I, doubt about it. I would say personally, if you ask my honest opinion, right now I'd say at the top would probably be us and Nini. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But you know, what? nothing against all the other people. Nothing against them. No, no, no. There's nothing. If you had to ask for honest opinion. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's nothing. It's no slight against them or anything like that. It is. It yeah. just is what it, it's a competition for all the other content creators. If you don't, if you if you feel, feel some type of way about that, use that as fuel and motivation to knock down and knock out a hundred percent Chelsea out of the top spot. Exactly, it's all positive vibes. It's all it positive only helps vibes. everybody out. It only helps it all positive, all energy. So, how did you get wrapped up with the likes of Louis and Eunice? Um, well, I mean, Eunice, Eunice took a step back, but how did you get? Yeah, wrapped up when, with I, 100% when I joined, Chelsea? it weren't Eunice. Um, it was literally just off doing fan cams, like when Louis revived the channel around Conte's first season. Um, I was just going games regularly. I was just going home games. I literally would just come do a fan cam and go home, literally just after a game. And um, after a while, uh, the cameraman, Sammy, he said, to, he said to me that I should look to get more involved because apparently a lot of people liked hearing what I had to say. So I went to Louis and I spoke to him and I was like, yeah, I want to get more involved. And then he's like, okay, what do you want to do? Me being a genius, I hadn't really thought that far ahead. <laughs> so I was just uh, like, yeah, I'll, let me think of some stuff and I'll get back to you. He's like, yeah, cool, just let me know. So the Arsenal game comes around, uh, the one where he won 3 uh, 1. And oh. I went up to him, that one, perfect game. One of, the, huh. one of my favorite games I've ever been to. Well, well, let's Off put the a, goal alone. Let's put a pin in that. Is that I, this question came across on Twitter the other day? I don't know if it was through my DM group chat or if it was just something I just saw on my timeline. Comparing that goal, Eden Hazard's goal, or yep. the Liverpool goal in the Carabao Cup, which is his best goal? And that might not be the you know in your top for his best goal, but it, it was def- I, it was definitely part of the suggestions. I'd say I'd say Arsenal wins. Yeah. Mainly because the Liverpool game was both was both teams playing their B team. Arsenal game was both sides at full strength yeah. and a Premier League game. Yeah. So more mattered with that goal. Yeah. Hell, it was a winning goal in that game anyway, but it was a winning goal for both. I but do- I have to go I had to go off pure quality alone. 
yeah, yeah, for me that that goal's number one. That goal's number one. Just the way he just just shook the Arsenal defender off of his back. It's like get the fuck and off of career. me. Get the fuck You know what the off best part me. was? You know what the best part of that was? You know, remember when we lost 3-0 to them the game before? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. And DT, I remember DT on Arsenal Fan TV. The gotcha. fan cams. I didn't watch any of them that night, but I watched them all after we beat. That's it, it was so good. We're going to win the league. They were there, you know, with their nah, hands but that in the wasn't air, the only part. smiling. Ugh. Nah, nah, nah. But honestly, the thing that pissed me off the most, a lot of them were saying, oh, Coquelin's better than Kante. I was hearing it quite a bit. And I remember the game, because I, I go on Reddit a lot. I was checking previews. This, there was this one guy, and he said, I'm not saying Coquelin's better than Kante, but all I'm saying is I've never seen Coquelin get embarrassed the way Ozil embarrassed Kante. Well. How you like me now? That's what Hazard said. How you like me now? <laughs> where's Coquelin and where's Kante? Oh, my God. Oh my god. Oh my wait, wait, wait. Francis Francis Cock he he wasn't he, he's in that? Valencia. Who's that? Mm-hmm. He played yesterday. Yeah, he played yesterday yeah. against United. Against United in the Champions League. Speaking of United, and we're gonna get back to uh we'll get back to how you got started in hundred percent Chelsea, but I mean it just came up. What a let's go. Let's go. What a dumpster fire Manchester United is. What a dumpster fire. And it's, it's so gonna get to it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. Yeah, I don't I think it's gonna take a lot for Mourinho to get sacked. A lot. Because I feel like if they really wanted, they could have just done it now. <sighs> but as much as I love Jose Mourinho, this is the type of thing where even if you want to feel bad for him, one of your biggest rivals, so you can't. Because now Mourinho is synonymous with United. You, you, you know, for me, the whole situation, um, and I explained this to you know to my brother-in-law. He's a Manchester United fan, a big Manchester United fan, and I was talking to him about it, and I go, dude. This is what you're saying about the whole the board doesn't back him, that he 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 uh he's not playing the youngsters, he's not playing this, he's just playing older guys. I'm like, you're saying the exact same thing that I said in 15 and 16, but yet you gave me shit about it. You said that when I was saying that the ref doesn't give us calls, the you know, why didn't the board back him and bring in the players that he wanted? Why are we getting this? Why are we getting that when we need position, you know, uh um we have other positions of need. I we we said the same thing. We said the same thing as fans in 15 and 16. Remember during that summer? This is during that summer, I remember. I remember that was a frustrating summer. That was t- th- that was so ever. annoying. One of the worst summers ever. We said the same. We were like, we need help um, again, and we're still. And unfortunately, we're still saying the same thing. Where we're like, we need help on the right wing. We need somebody, a youngster, somebody to play opposite of Edison ha- Eden Hazard on the right. And all the links were to John Stones and Paul Pogba that summer. And it, we ended up getting shit. But now he's saying the same thing. 
Why are we linked? We need, we're not getting the player. Why are we linked? To, why did we get Alexi Sanchez when we need a defender? I like to, to remind them that you don't need a defender. You need, they need, defenders. they need minimum, minimum on the whole squad. They need about five new starters. Yeah, bye-bye. I'd probably wipe out all their centre-backs in one go. They need about well, five I, new stars. Five. Five new stars, but, you know, fuck United, whatever. No, I, exactly. I, I don't feel bad for them. If the, I can push to feeling bad for Mourinho, mainly because I think he's still, he's still living in that hotel in Manchester, isn't he? That's what I heard on... on that's what Stamford... Uh, Chidge said on the London is Blue podcast, he said something. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I heard it on Touchline Fracas. I know I heard it on one of the two, one of the two podcasts that he's still living in the hotel in Manchester. Not honestly, I think when it comes to Mourinho, he really needs a year on football because he's falling into the same traps and you could just see how depressed he looks. The he's dude, not in, he's not enjoying himself anymore. I mean, he, I, 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 he needs. The, the, where does he go from here? Probably goes. He can only go to. I mean, he could go to. He Germany. won't go higher right now. If he gets sacked, it ha- he'll have to take a step down. Yeah, and then here's the best part: the connections are. Uh, everybody's you know the, the the connections have been Zidane, and then Conte. I go if you guys get Conte, it's gonna be worse, worse. Because you guys be get s- Conte, it's gonna be the same if thing they again. Get Con- Nah, I think with Conte, I'm not sure. Conte, I'm, I'm a bit less sure than Jose. Jose, for me, just needs a year off and he needs to refresh. He needs to come back into the game a lot fresher because he's not enjoying himself anymore. You can see it in the tactics. You can see it in the press. You can see it literally every time you see him with a camera around him. He's I, not happy. I, he, I, I mean, who would want to work in that environment? From the players to Jose to any anybody that has anything. To, I mean, imagine if you're just a backroom staff member and you have to go to work every day in that environment where you know. Can you imagine what Jose must be like in the building? He's depressed. He's pissed off. And you're just a backroom staff member. You, just a just a person. And you're there minding your own business, doing whatever you're doing. Maybe you crack a smile because you're listening to a podcast or something. You're listening how you're listening to my podcast and we're shitting on Mourinho, and Mourinho walks by and you got a smile on your face. That might set him off, <laughs> and you might you be never, out of a job. You never know with him again. Because honest, quick question. Because I've been trying. I'm really double traded. What started this whole Pogba Mourinho thing? Does anyone have a clue or? Uh, well, from uh, people just notice that there's issues. Well, I, I think, if, from what I understand, and this is not because I'm in the building or anything like that, but from what I understand, is that well, there, there's a few things going on. One, Mourinho's being Mourinho, and he's shitting on everybody. He's shitting on the, pretty much the entire starting eleven. Um, yeah, everybody has gotten it. But with Pogba specifically. It's that he is, for lack of a better word, the face of the team, right? Yeah. So because he's the face of the team, um, he gets it the worst. Two, 
since he's the face of the t- he's the face of the team on the outside, he's also kind of like the you know the representative leader. the leader and the representative of the players. So when he's pushing back, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> so what is it a case of for Mourinho a shot? Pogba's a shot at the team. It kind yeah, and so when he when when Mourinho again, this is what I understand, bro. Are you kidding me with the ears? Go lay down, my dog over here. Um, <laughs> so, like, with Mourinho, it's like he, since he goes at Pogba, he's kind of going at the whole team. And when Pogba kind of speaks up, he's not necessarily speaking up for himself. He's speaking up for the entire team as well. So, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like one of those things. And then, um, what game? They, they lost to Wolves, was it? Well, no, West Ham, 3-1. What game was yeah. it that he was the vice no, captain no. and Mourinho stripped him of the vice captaincy? And he turns up, at, and for those who don't know, so Manchester United, bro. Ah. So Manchester United um, had a midweek uh, game. They got their asses handed to him. Oh, it was against Derby. Was it was against Derby? Oh yeah, in the cup. It was against Derby. So they lose in penalties in Derby, and and this is Frank Lampard's uh, Derby County, who's kind of like like Chelsea fans should be have their eye on Derby County because it's kind of like our little brother team. It's you know Frank Lampard, Chelsea. Especially legend. now we got them in the next round. Yep. So. Frank Lampard, Chelsea legend. I don't have to tell you who that man is. I shouldn't have to tell you who that man is. But if you don't know what that man means to the club, just please Google him. Is the manager of Derby <laughs> County. <laughs> we also have Mason Mount, who is pegged and, and, and uh, along with Colum Hudson-Odoi as the next great English uh, legends or you know prospects, the hottest prospects in the country, and he also is one of the hottest prospects, if not the hottest prospect. You can go back and forth between uh, Mason Mount and Callum Hudson Odoi on who's the who's the top prospect for Chelsea. He plays also on uh, Derby County, and then there's another kid that plays over there in defense. Uh, I can't say his name. The Kyle Tomori. That's the one, Tomori. So. They beat Manchester United at Old Trafford in penalties yeah. in the Carabao Cup. Paul Pogba was the vice captain. After the game, basically Mourinho had, I wouldn't say one of the, a, a big meltdown, but he was pissed off. And rightly so. Like United should not be losing to a championship team, period. Um, yeah. And he stripped Pogba of his captain, vice captaincy. The next day at... Uh, the training ca- training center at the practice grounds or whatever whatever the, they want to call it, you call it. Cameras were on. Pogba jogs, smiles, says what's up to everybody, jogs past Mourinho, uh, and Mourinho says something slick to him. And Pogba turns around like, the fuck? What are you, like, what did I do? And Mourinho's there kind of like, you can't hear anything. You really can't hear anything. At the end of the video, it kind of says... You kind of hear something that sounds like Mourinho saying "get off," but you you really nobody really knows. But it's just it's just a video. 
it's not words. It's not what is said. It is. I think I've seen people try to, uh, what's it called, lip read what they've been saying and shit. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, conspiracy theories are gonna run wild, but it's one of these videos where you don't need, like, like really, you don't need words. You can see the body language says everything. The Pogba's body language says everything, and and, and Pogba is visibly like, what the fuck, like, what did I do? What the fuck, like, you know? And it, it's just. It's just a mess. It's just a mess. But whatever. no, but like this is the thing. This is this is way. That's how you know it's only going to end one way. One of the one of the most expensive players in the world versus Jose Mourinho. Who's going to win that one? I mean, it's the a brand. It's a business decision. What are you, what are you, what are you gonna if you if you're okay? This goes for Pogba. Uh, this goes for the players. Like when people say, like, "Oh, the players have too much control. It should be the managers." I hit, okay. Let's break that down. And this goes for Chelsea. This goes for anybody. This goes for anybody. Yeah. Any club. When you have somebody that brings in money, um, like it's tangible. It's tangible. Paul Pogba has a number that he brings in. That is probably, or a player, any player, is probably a significant. Like you, you can measure, you can you can quantify how much money that player is bringing in versus the coach. If one yeah. outweighs the other, the that person is gonna win. Chances are, if you're if you're United, you got Paul Pogba who sells jerseys. He's in a, a marketing and advertising uh, icon. I guess, or like a celebrity. He's an yeah. Adidas athlete. United is also sponsored by Adidas. So I'm sure Adidas may, they can't, I, I don't know how, if they, if they favor, um, if they favor those, like th- those type of relationships, but I'm sure it, you know, it's something that is brought up and is thought about. Um, he, 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 he has, <coughs> he is sold. He, he's going to, generate a profit for the club versus Mourinho like what are they getting from Mourinho like you know uh commercially outside of wins and losses what are they getting from him compared compared to Pogba nowhere near nothing hold on a second this dog over here dude I feel bad my dog has like Bulldogs, oh, any any dog that's in the bully breed tends to have skin issues. So every so often, my dog he's a he's a he's a pit bull, but he's an American uh, American bulldog mix. Like, and for those nerds out there, if you want to look, Google pit bulls, and then Google a picture of a Scott type American bulldog, and that's what my dog Lennox looks like. But he has these skin issues, and then so anytime it flares up, his stomach turns bright red, bright red, and he's like constantly like licking, and then he gets in his ears as well, like his skin gets itchy, so he's like scratching his ear. It's it's I feel bad, but it's not conducive to a proper audio recording, so it's a pain in the ass. But either way, um, ah, it's kind of deep, but shit, nah, I get. So, but like so, you're saying, it, it's it's like you know the same thing. Oh, the you know the players turned, 
yeah, okay, the players turned against whoever, Conte, you know, Jose, whoever, whoever. Yeah. What, what is the team going to do? You have a group of guys that, if it was, let's say, if it was, I don't know, I don't know United squad like that, but if it was somebody not named Paul Pogba, somebody at towards the bottom of the roster, and they're giving lip or talking shit or being a disturbance to Josie, they'd be out just the same way at work. If you are not the top performer at work where your boss, you know, your manager, I wouldn't even say the boss, where the manager can't, you know, doesn't outproduce you or you outproduce, you, you can, you have some, you can stunt, you can flex a little bit on your manager. But if you're the worst at work, you can't say shit. You can't say shit. So, you know, and I think I that's get that, but it's like here. there's just a question. It's a question of whether it's morally right with the with that though. Because oh, you remember with Sir Alex, with Sir Alex, Sir Alex would not have had this. Hell no! But he, they wouldn't be there. They wouldn't. Alex Ferguson wouldn't have even gotten to this point. Any manager. Uh, that's and, the thing, because that's the good point you just brought. Because Sir Alex commands a lot more respect. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. It, at the end of the day, these are human beings. So you're not going to know exactly how, you know, like you can't, you can't, these are not, it's not FIFA where you just buy the player and you plug them in and, you know, hope for the best. Like these are humans. But Alex Ferguson, yeah. I would imagine, would have not brought in or developed a squad where, perfect example, Alex Ferguson would have not had Rashford and Anthony Marshall in a position where their development is stunted by somebody like Alexis Sanchez. Like, how did anybody on that team not see that bringing in Alexis Sanchez was going to stunt one of those guys? And in this case, it's, it's Anthony Marshall. How, how, did, how did anybody not see that? I get it that you're bringing in, you want as much talent in your building as humanly possible. But, like, how did they not foresee this problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I don't know. Maybe they took it as another chance to shit on Arsenal. And and now look at what the problem that you have. Yeah, Arsenal laughing at them. Yeah, now look at the problem that you have. I mean, and in the summer, who again? This is the All American Chelsea podcast, so this is not the All American United podcast. But in the summer, apparently, according to Nini, according to you know reporters in the know there was legit links to William and United right whether it was close or not or whatever it was just talks and speculations whatever that's one thing but that right there tells me everything that I need to know you have Anthony Marshall Jesse Lingard Rashford you have a core of gr a group of guys that are young they they can grow and develop together and they're 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 not bad. They ball. They're good players, but yet you're linked to a 29 year old winger. 29, Alexis Sanchez. How old is Alexis Sanchez? He's in his late 20s. What is that? I think he's 30 now. In fact, 30. Well, let me check. He's but whatever it is, 30, 29, 31. It's the same shit. When you have young guys, now nah, 29. You know, and then that stupid ass picture with his dog. I love my dogs too, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that dumb ass picture that he has. His, it, it, as his uh, what is that? 
with his little pictures, like a professionally taking pictures with his two golden retrievers. Fuck out of here. But like, hey, I don't wish him any success. He's ex Arsenal. He, he can't. I, I've never liked him. I, like, he's always rubbed me the wrong way. He just has that face. I still remember. I still just see him on the ground when we were playing against Barcelona, and he's on the team. And he's just on the ground, like, oh, oh, I'm hurt. I'm so hurt. Like, he just rubs me the wrong way. Now, for me, it was the cup final in 2017, the offside goal. Ugh. That pissed me off. Ugh. All right, Lewis. Well, take, take, uh, we got off on a little bit of a rant there, a little bit of a tangent. So, you start off in the Arsenal home victory. I mean, the Chelsea home victory against Arsenal, 3 1, Conte's first year. Uh, yeah. And then take it from there. Um, so I met Louis before the game and he, like he just asked me if I'm coming down to do a fan camp for the game. I was like, Yeah, um uh I also came up with an idea, like I'm thinking no one vlogs on the channel, I might as well vlog. So he said, Alright, let's do the Arsenal game, we won't put it up, we'll look at it as like a tester and see how good you are. Did the vlog. I got the angles all wrong, but the content was decent, so <laughs> we went again. And then we kept going for like about a month to we faced Man City in April. And then that was what and that, that was when the first one went up. And then from the start of last season, I just ended up editing my own vlogs. And I just kept getting closer from there because that actually had something to do with the channel. I wasn't just a guy doing fan cams. Yeah. Now, now I've always wondered this, like, how don't give away your secrets. You know, you can't give away what's. The, the secrets that are in the sauce. So, yeah, I would imagine if you do it on your cell phone, you're taking battery packs. I, it's, I would imagine it's just not one, two, three. Like, you, you got to be blowing through through hours of foot. It, well, yeah. I mean, if the game is 90 minutes, you're at minimum have to edit and review 90 minutes of, of you know, recording on your phone. That's, you got to, I'm sure you have to, empty out your whole gallery like it's not just one two three bro bro you don't understand like let me let me go through this like louis had to bail me out so many times with portable chargers because i've forgotten it oh i've just forgotten to charge it because i'm trying to charge my phone this season has got a lot easier for me because now i've actually got a professional camera so i can use that before the game yeah. so it saves me in terms of space but there's so many times, right, where I've been run out of space and I've had to start deleting stuff during the game. West Brom away when we won the league. I was I deleted nearly everything just to get that vlog finished. Dude, and I remember, like, I still, I, that was one of, like, okay, so, and, 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 it's, and it's one of the main, like, this is how we you and I connected on Twitter. Your West Brom away match day vlog, like, I'm an American. I don't go to the games. So I have, like, a little bit of a ritual when I'm after our matches. Like, I watch your match day vlog, and I feel like I'm there. I still remember, you know, the faces in the crowd of your match day vlog in West Brom. There was, like, a there was a couple. There was a girl that was right around you. Um... I, there was a dude. There was a couple of dudes. Like, I feel like I'm there in the crowd with you. No, I can I be honest with you? I don't even remember West Brom away because 
when it comes to like really big goals like that, it doesn't really cross my mind that the ball's gone into the net, if you get what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly like, what you mean. You know when Drogba equalized against Munich? I, uh-huh. I thought Neuer palmed it over. Uh-huh. I thought Neuer palmed it over. No, no. I didn't clock until a good five seconds afterwards that Drogba had put it in. I knew I knew the ball was going in when I saw him dive one way and the ball going the other. Like my mind was like I saw I saw the trajectory of the ball and I saw him the other way. I'm like, it's going in. But I didn't see the ball hit the back of the net. Like you know what I mean? Like like No, nah, yeah, because it hit the roof of the net. That's why I thought it went over. It, so I was like, oh shit, we missed another one. Then I see everyone running off. I was like, shit, we fucking scored. And then obviously I see I see the angle switch to drug for celebrating. I'm going fucking mental. I was I was in a bar. I was in a bar. It was um in downtown Miami. Uh, I mean, like London, there's there's the city of Miami and then you have like surrounding cities outside of Miami. But I was yeah. in a bar in downtown Miami. Um there was a there's a Chelsea a Florida Chelsea Facebook group and that was where everybody was meeting up. So the bar was like 400 people all chelsea supporters maybe there was like 30 uh baron munich supporters there because it's an irish it's an irish bar um and i was going insane insane i wish i was no because i just blocked you were in a pub because i was i was only 14 when we won the champions league I was at home watching. I, I was literally at home chilling, watching my family. There's nothing wrong with that. No. But I just really wish I could feel what it would have been like in a Chelsea pub that day. Oh, it was, it was insane. I mean, <clears throat> the place is it's pretty big. It's still there. It's pretty big. It's it's like um. How many does it fit? If you if you know. Uh, three hundred people fit easy. Because it's it's like a big open area. They have a small stage, so it's bigger than a bar, smaller than like um like a venue. Like like you know what I'm saying? Like it's bigger than a bar, but smaller than like uh an actual like like I don't know like a club with a dance floor, like a legit club with a dance floor. It's it's yeah. you know like if it's if it's three hundred people, like it has an upstairs, a little bit of an upstairs. Um, it, it's positioned right. There's big open spaces, so it's positioned right. So you can that, that's why you're able to fit so many people inside. It sounds these. I, I can get a bit of an idea what you're on about. What you're on about with this? Yeah, like I, I a little bit. I I wish, and it has very high ceilings because again, it has a second floor. So like it it it's it, it's it's a it's a it's a tall. I don't know. I I don't know, but it it was perfect. Like it, it was perfect. I mean. That's that's a magical day, but oh, that was a great day. Here's the many more of that. I know. I can't. I hear. How about this? That one was great, but the next one, the next Champions League victory, is gonna be even better. That's definitely. The, Hopefully, we do it before any of the other London lock catch up. I don't see them doing it anytime soon. Who? That's the perfect. <laughs> that's the perfect thing about it. I don't see it anytime soon. But I, this is a perfect segue into my favorite match day vlog. Atletico Madrid away, bro, is my favorite match. It's as I put it on Twitter. I told you, I told Louis too. It's a piece of it's a piece of art. It's a piece of art. It's beautiful. That's the type. 
I really wish I had my professional camera for that one. Because, honestly, because that was my first European away. So, like, I'm feeling it as well. And the thing with me, sometimes I rewatch them as well because they literally just remind me of the day. If that makes any sense. Yeah. But this vlog, this vlog, right? First ever European away. We've had, we're, I'm leaving my mate's house about 3 a.m. to go to Stansted and then get a flight to Atletico. We've booked it through Thomas Cook, so it's a one day trip. 350 quid, totally not worth it, but for the first European away, it was worth it. Yeah. So we went, so we went, we got the flights, we come down. Um, then I think I ended up getting separated from the Thomas from the whole Thomas Cook thing because I ended up. Do you know Chris? Uh, He's one of the regulars on our channel. The tall guy, the like tall guy six, with the hat. Six. Not with the hat, but you know, he's the guy everyone says looks like Louis. Mm. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Like. All I could say is he's tall and everyone says he's basically Louis' big brother. Oh, wait. I, no, I'm thinking about George. Big Chris. Oh. Yeah, I know. I keep thinking about but nah, George. But now, nah, Chris was there, right? And I, bumped in, and I bumped into him and he was with like 200 Chelsea fans. So my mate wanted to go back to the coach and drive up to Madrid. But I'm, but I'm thinking... This is gonna be a lot more fun if I. It's gonna be a lot more fun if I stay, and I keep trying to persuade him to stay, but he don't want to stay. So I end up just chilling with Chris and the others. We cut. We then end up get. I won't say getting lost, but we've lost the Chelsea fans. Uh huh. And now there's an hour left to kick off, so we have to rush. So we have to rush down to the ground. We make it in time. We make it. We make it just in time for kickoff, I think. And then the game kicks off. I mean, it was better than Barcelona. Barcelona, we just. Barcelona, we got jumped by ultras before you the game were part of the group that got jumped by ultras i didn't get topped because i weren't wearing colors and to be fair shout out to louis because he told me on the day don't wear colors and i was this close to walking out of my champions league in the 2012 shot mm. but we basically were walking up and we were, we came out of the station right we we're walking down to new camp but we we're trying to figure out which way we're going so we're walking up and down this road and it's right next to school. The police send us back down that road and then just when we get to the end of it, we hear a loud bang. And then basically 20 ultras all in like hoodies and balaclavas, they all start throwing golf balls and pepper spray at us. Motherfuckers. And yeah, they're, they're fighting anyone because I'm in the middle of it and this is the worst part. This is all happening in front of me and you know what the first thing in my head is? I should vlog this. <laughs> so I'm literally in the middle of a fight with my phone out recording until I hear a glass of bottle break. Uh, I hear a bottle break and I'm just like, yeah, I should probably leave now. And Lawrence just drags me out of it. <laughs> and this is and I'm Barcelona. Just standing there. Yeah, literally Barcelona and Chelsea are fighting amongst each other. I can't tell who's who. And I'm just there recording. I got four seconds of it on my phone, but I didn't feel to put it up. Yeah. Because oh. I can't, I can't tell who's who. I'm not. I if it ends up getting any Chelsea accidentally banned and shit, that's gonna get me in trouble. Yeah. But but Barcelona was a lot more dangerous than Atletico. Atletico was surprisingly calm. I I, I mean, we really kind of don't have any, too much history with Atletico. Like, 
No, but I'm thinking in terms of the police, because the Spanish police, when English teams go down, they're they're so harsh. So harsh. It's always some shit. I was listening to... I was listening to the Chelsea Fancast podcast, and they were talking about it, how going with the whole uh, playing PAOK, Thessaloniki, thanks to uh, Lawrence... That helped me, you know, with his uh, pronunciation of the team. Um, and he was talking about how how English fans. I mean, uh, they were talking about on the Chelsea fancast how when English teams go anywhere in Europe, there's always some type of drama. Meanwhile, in, any European team can come to England, and you never hear of anything. To be to be fair, like I've on, I've only been to Spain for a way so far because yeah. I, I only started going last season. So f- from what I can tell, literally every time we've gone up there, when we went to Atletico, the worst that happened is that the police literally stopped all of us in the middle of a random street and searched us all three at a time. Oh my god! And then just escorted us everywhere. But I'll be honest with you. I watched a video on YouTube that I think one of the Spanish uh, news news broadcasting channels put out, and it was them recording a bunch of Chelsea fans chanting and walking down to Atletico. They don't really help. They don't really help the stigma that English fans are bad, because like it's the little things in the music that they play and everything. They made all the Chelsea fans there look so dangerous. Jesus when all Christ. they were doing was literally just standing there chanting and then walking to the ground. My God, I I don't. I, that's just what I, I mean. I get we got a reputation for ourselves because of the seventies and the eighties. I get that, but it's not the seventies and the eighties anymore. It's twenty eighteen. The majority of the guys just want to have a just want to get drunk and enjoy a game. Bro, I I don't. Like, I... There's a whole bunch of, like, I have a whole, I'm I'm holding, how about this? I'm holding back my words a lot on this topic um, because I feel like it can lead me down a path uh, where I'm sharing opinions, um, where I don't want to be sharing on this podcast. This is not that type of podcast. But let's just say, like, Stop. when it comes to stereotyping, when it comes to policing, it's, I'm an American. and that's all I'm going to say about that. Like, and, and for anybody that's listening, like, you don't know what my opinions are. You don't know anything about any political anything because I've never shared it. So you don't know. And whatever your stigmas and whatever stereotyping you may have, you, you, again, you don't know. Um, I'm more than happy to speak to anybody privately, but I will never. This is not that type of podcast. This is a football podcast where we bring positive vibes, where we talk about Chelsea and we talk about our experiences with Chelsea. But don't don't think because I have opinions on this type of stuff that that you're going to you know, you can assume what my opinions are because you don't you don't know anything about me. And and I purposely don't share those opinions. Uh, on this podcast but let's just say that. that i i do have opinions on it and i and i kind of want to shift away from that because like again i can i can go down we could be here for two hours where we're talking about like stereotyping and all that type of stuff so whatever no 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 i fully understand that that's <laughs> you know calm. what i'm saying so all right and for those who haven't seen the atletico madrid 
match day vlog from Lewis, I I encourage you, please. It is it is it, it, it's a piece of art. That's the best way I can describe it. It's a piece of art. It's a piece of art. It, it, the thing about this, this is the thing I always say for vlogs. And I feel like what what you've been telling me about has kind of made me feel like I'm achieving what I want to achieve. And this is the thing that I've this is the thing that I always use in my defense because you know how some a lot of football fans don't really like vloggers and shit like that. How is that? Because I've heard that or I've heard that now with a couple of people that do match day vlogs, um, from other teams as well. That I've I, I, like I've heard that people that yourself you guys get shit like for having your phone out like and recording. Like I've heard that you guys get shit. So how how is that like? Um, I can't speak for everybody else. I ha I won't say I've got shit a lot, but I I won't say I've got shit to my face a lot. Yeah, I'll say that. But I know there's a lot of people who don't like what I do. Oh, and and that's people I know that. online or people around you at the stadiums. I'd say a bit of both. Bit of both. I'd say a bit of both. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of pe a lot of people don't like what I do, but a lot of people do like what I do. But the whole point of what I do is literally, like you said, there are tens of millions of Chelsea fans. I think I told this to Louis a couple of days ago. Tens of millions of Chelsea fans, so only forty-two thousand can get into the bridge. The yeah. whole point of the vlog is for the others who can't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So exactly. yeah, so my question is, what is wrong with that? I get that some people will say that, oh, you're taking yourselves out of the game, and everything. Trust me, like, the way that I vlog for the whole game, right, when I'm in the ground, my camera is on on my phone, and I'm just holding it in front of me. As soon as I think a moment's about to happen, I'm pressing one button, the record button, while I'm watching the game, and that's it. Oh, that's how you do it. I don't miss the game. If I'm recording the pitch, which, for a lot of people who ask why I don't do it, it's because I'm not allowed to. Yeah. It's, I can't it, record the pitch. Yeah, of course. Some you, people you get away it. with it, but... It's a risk. Yeah, it, it, it's. I mean, but then again, why can't you? I mean, you're. It's. I would imagine. I would like to get the clarification. I would like to have. Of course, I'm. It's never gonna happen. But I would like the FA to come out and say something about that. Like, it's my phone, my video. I'm recording what I see on the field. It's not like I'm. I find I'm not. Well, well, maybe it's. Maybe it has to do with YouTube. I think it's a case of. Like, I'll use Premier League games example, and I'm not saying this is the right answer, but this is what I think it might be. It's a case of the Premier Leagues have rights to the pitch while they're playing Premier League football. That's what I think, and so they sell the rights to people. They sell the rights to show the games to other companies, and they're paying tens of millions to do it and shit. Mm. Now there's a guy on the phone who's also showing the same footage. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I get it. I I see I see all pers I see this both perspectives, both sides of the field. So, talk to me. You were in the building. Um, you were you were at Anfield on Wednesday, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, you were at the building. So you were definitely there for Carabao Cup, and you were there, obviously there for the two one, uh, well the one one, um, draw on Saturday, last Saturday. Yeah. So. Yeah. As somebody that's that's that, I mean, you're you you got to be one of the best people to ask about this. T describe to me what you see on the field from last year 
to this year. Um, compare it, like I want you to compare for me Conte's tactics. Um, compare it like how, how what is, because I know when I'm watching the game at home, they, they looked like two different teams, like Chelsea of last year and Chelsea of this year. We're playing completely different, and that's obviously because we have a different manager and we're playing a different system. Yeah. But in real life, in <coughs> real life, when you're there, what does it look like in real life? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I'd say the first, thi- the first thing that I noticed is there'd be a thing with Conte, with Conte's team last season. If we made a chance and it didn't go in, that was probably it for the next five, ten minutes. You look at us now, if we don't make a chance, suddenly we, in the next five, ten seconds, we have the ball back already and we're recycling. That's what I like. That's the one thing that I've liked. We always have the ball and we're always controlling the game. Mm. Evil that the one thing I had the one issue I had with Conte's team was even when we were winning games, we weren't controlling it. We were winning because we were the better of two really bad teams. That mm. mm. that's one of the things I've noticed. The other thing I've noticed is Maurizio Sarri in himself, and I'm not talking about the man in terms of tactics. I'm talking about the man as in terms of his mentality. He is completely different to Antonio Conte mm-hmm. in terms of Conte will always push you to work and he'll always push you to be the best best guy you can be and I can understand that that's, that's nothing wrong with that there's players who there's players like Vidal who come out and said they'll die for Conte mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. people like that sort of management but Maurizio Sarri is completely different because he just wants his players to enjoy himself and he talks about how players at the top level have somehow forgotten how to have fun at this level and he wants to help bring that that brand of football back. Mm-hmm. He says, That's the one thing I've noticed. A lot more positive around Chelsea now. Because he says something that that I'm, it's understood as as supporters, as fans of any professional uh, footballs, like football sports, any professional sports, and even I mean. I mean, you can even you can extend this out to any job or any profession that you wish that you had. You look at them and you put try to put yourself there, and you're like, "Damn, like that's got to be the best in the that's got to be have be the best feeling in the world to have that job." And he says it. He 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 said something in an interview the other day where he no, it was David Luiz said it after the Liverpool game, the one one, um, on Saturday. He said that. Sorry reminds them that they have the best job in the world and that they should play they should enjoy themselves and feel lucky that they're there that and they should play happy because they are literally living the dream of every little boy and girl that you know anybody who 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 dreams about being a professional footballer or professional athlete they're living that and they should you know Enjoy that. You know, that, that, that. Ultimately, that was the bigger point that he was trying to make. And compare that to, again, Conte last year, like at, at the ground, like because at home, there was times last year that I'm watching the game. And I'm like, I had to ask myself, like, I don't have to do this. Like, this is painful. This is painful watching this. As opposed to now where I'm watching the games and I'm like, Fuck, this is so much fun. Like, this is fun. This is what I'm talking about. Did, did, did that... 
do you think like how does that translate in real life like do you feel like the players show that do you do you like describe to me what it is to watch the team in real life versus um i mean like yeah describe to me what it is to watch the team in person live compared to last year and this year like like describe it to me honestly it's for me it's just a case of these players are like we're saying enjoying it more and i feel like because when sorry first joined i really was not optimistic about this season Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ask people, I was so I, I was thinking, right, this season's gonna be a write-off. We're gonna be transitioning. I think we might even finish lower than fifth, but next season will be a lot better. Now that's completely changed. Yeah, no, because tell you something real quick. Hold on, not to cut huh? you off. I'm gonna tell you something real quick. Last year, when you said what back in October, November, this time last year, you were like, we are finishing out of the top four. Um. Well, under Conte's I think season, I said on, you said I, I said that on the first match day. You said first it, match day when we lost to Burnley. I said we're not making top four. Said it early, and all I know is I was watching that fan cam, and I was like, I was watching it on TV, um, in my living room, and I looked at yeah. you and like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I knew it. I would I wouldn't blame you. I would have said the same thing. Like fuck. I this don't guy. blame you. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I don't what blame you. I know? saw so many comments. Everyone saying I was overreacting. I was like, look at the depth. Look at the depth compared to the rest of the top four. Unless we fix that, we're screwed. I'm like, what does this guy know? Fuck this guy. We're the champions. We're definitely going to make top four. Bro, I couldn't be... I, I was like... I, I was like... I couldn't... I wish that you were in front of me. I would, I would have cursed you. I was like... Fuck you. You don't know a thing you're talking about. What the hell? Why are you being so negative? You're fucking... You were right. The entire time, you were right. All the things that you pointed out last year, you were right. And you said it early. It would have been one thing to say it in March, April, February, when already we could see the inevitable. But, dude, you you were right from the beginning. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to tell you, myself... I apologize for for even for questioning you and having those feelings, but I'm not gonna Look, lie. That's I'm what not I felt. gonna lie. That's I don't blame I don't blame you for thinking that. Because honestly, I'd say the same thing. We've just won the Premier League. We had a, we won it with a brilliant team as well that broke records. I think it was we won the Premier League with a team that had the most wins in prem that had the most wins in this in the Premier League season out of any other club in history. And then if I'm coming out the game, the match day after the first game, the next season, I'm saying, this team's not making top four. Of course, you're going to think I'm a fucking idiot. I wouldn't blame you. Dude, I, I, I was pissed, man. So, I, I, but going back, going back to, uh, going back to this year. So, like, like, it has to be more enjoyable, no? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, you can, you can obviously, you can obviously see areas where we need to improve, but we are transitioning. There are going to be those holes that are slowly going to get fixed. I always feel like when um and, and, and this is something we can we can definitely talk about uh when it comes to the draw on Sunday. I feel like there's such a difference when when and this is stupid to say. I know. I know it's stupid to say. I'm I know the words that I'm about to say sound stupid because I'm hearing them first before I tell everybody. But I feel like there's a difference between 
Bacontes 11 when Victor Moses comes on, when a guy like Ross Barkley comes on or Morata comes on, as opposed to Asari 11. Three guys make all the difference in the world. But, like, I f like when I'm watching, like, a quote-unquote Conte's 11, I'm like, ugh, this, I forgot. Like, you could tell the quality. And I think that's what did us in on Saturday. I think. Is our quality. It's our bench. I, I think um, when it comes to a case of Conte's system, when it comes to a case of Conte's team, it's also the system in itself. Because that, that that was where I saw Conte's side because I didn't believe I didn't believe he got given what he wanted. But when you look at Sari's side, I do understand the bench could do with improving. Uh, but this is why I mean when I say we're still transitioning. You can see how good this team can be, but you can yeah. see the little areas where we just need to fine tune it a little bit more, and we'll be done. That's why I don't really. That's why I'm not talking about a title challenge unless we do something mad this season. Um. I, that, me honestly, title next season. If we get this season perfect, I'm not going to complain. But I don't think we will. Oh, okay. So ultimately, ultimately, anytime Chelsea ha is in a position to lift the title, I want it. I want that. Title. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I. I'm not and, saying okay, I don't and I know, want and I, it. And I know you're not saying that. I know you're not saying that. But. I want us to be, I, I just don't, what I don't want is us to lift the title and then the board says, oh, this team is good enough because we definitely yeah. have holes. Yeah. We definitely have holes. I think, again, we don't need to go around splashing the cash all over the pitch. We don't, we're on a new, on like two or three new starters. We do not need that. We need one new starter. Well, Depending on if Kovacic stays or is is a option to buy or not, we need one new starter, potentially two, and that is a right winger opposite as an Eden Hazard. <sighs> I, I feel I feel like we could, I feel like we could also get a striker and yeah, maybe one was, other centre back. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I maybe I, maybe a right back too. I feel. Yeah, no. For, uh, I take that back. For us for yeah, no, I take that back. I take that back. Okay, okay. This is the positions that I definitely feel. And then you can, again, you can tie this into Liverpool. Tie this into Liverpool. Because we saw it. I mean, I, if there was ever, ever two games where it was screaming for improvement of quality, it was these two games. They're a perfect example of these two games. Where. Yeah. On during the Carabao Cup, we had our, I guess our B squad playing. I mean, that's, I mean, a lot of we had a lot of starters out there, but we it was definitely our B squad. And then on Saturday, we had our A squad, but when we made three substitutions and we brought our bench on, the quality three guys dropped the entire quality of the team as opposed to Liverpool. They. I felt I'm trying like, to think of the subs. It was Barkley, Morata, and, and who's the third sub Victor again? Victor Moses. Moses, yeah, that was it. Who, to be fair, would not be playing if Pedro was healthy. That would have been uh, William. It would have come on. Definitely, yeah. But I feel like... I feel like... I, I see, this is the thing I don't I don't want to... I, I, I'm a more, I'm a Morata supporter. I believe in him. I just... He's got to get better. I gotta I, respect your patience, bro. 
uh, you know, no, in, 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 and I'm getting close on to jumping off of off the Morata ship, but I, I just not for me. I already had over the summer. I believe Morata has it in him. Start the season, I thought I was thinking, guy just needs a second chance. But Yane improved. Yeah, no. I see the same Morata from last season. I do too. I don't see a single thing that's improved. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, hell, you could even... I mean, take example Pedro. Pedro, he looks similar, but there something's different. He's better now. Somehow, some way, he looks better. I don't know what it is. My eyes are not... My eyes haven't pinpointed i don't know if it's the system he's been this guy the entire time if it's luck if it's what whatever it is it doesn't matter what it is he's different morata Mm -hmm. i just see the same guy as last year and last year we had he had the out he had the excuse that his back was hurt what's the excuse now what is it Uh, no but oh give me that yeah there was one. There was. It's a it's a thing with Morata. Like, I don't. I'm not trying to sound bad in a way, but it's what pisses me off the most about Morata is what you don't see. Like, if you watch him off the ball, off the ball, bruv, the guy's pressing is completely useless. Please go into further because this is the stuff that I don't see. That went obviously okay. with TV coverage. I, will, I can't. I can't see every. I can't see the whole pitch. But please, please, please. This is the part. Yes. Go right. Deep. Go in. Go in, buddy. Go in. Um. Let's use the Liverpool. Liverpool game's the perfect example. It's the most recent. The guy's pressing is non-existent. I'm sorry. Like if you know, like you'll see Giroud. He will chase players down. He will press the back line. Morata will. Morata is meant to be. Faster than Giroud, but he don't show it. Yeah. When he when he's chasing when he's chasing the ball, he barely runs. When he's ju- when he's jumping up for a 50-50, half fast. Like you just look at Morata play, and that's the thing you want to support him. But then you watch him while he ha- while he ain't got the ball, or even on some cases when he does have the ball when he's fine to get the ball, just looks lazy. And the thing is, how can you defend laziness? And I'm not trying to say he's lazy because let's be honest, professional footballers then he's not lazy. He's not lazy. That, that's the thing. What? What? what, you, what the body language just yeah, doesn't show anything. That, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. When I see Giroud, come on and tell me and tell me again if you and I are seeing the same thing. When I see Giroud, come on, yes. Do I want a striker that's scoring goals? Absolutely. I don't want another let's say quote unquote midfielder playing striker i don't want that however well when i see Giroud playing goal you see the guy hustling working hard for everything i mean the 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 goal that we conceded against who was it uh arsenal it was because Giroud came all the way back to the a left back position, got elbowed in the face. We thought we were gonna get a yellow card. We thought there was gonna be a free kick or something, and everybody stopped. And Arsenal used that. Was it Arsenal or was no, it? No, it was Newcastle. Newcastle. And it and Giroud. It, it, everybody stopped. But listen to what I said. Giroud was in a left back. 
he ran all the way back from the top of his position to the left back position, got elbowed in the face. That's why I love Giroud. Maybe you know slow, saying? but you can't question the effort. You know what I'm saying? And the he guy's was doing a this good in the striker. World Cup. In the World Cup, he had he got fouled playing defense. Like, like I again, I don't want that. I don't want my striker getting elbowed in the face playing left back. I don't want that. However, I respect it. Morata Exactly. He I, I don't Morata yes, he's he's at least on my end, I'm sure he's run back on defense and I, I'm sure he's contributed something back there. But I, I just like things like that I don't see from him. I see a dude. No, nope, not gonna lie, I'm 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 really struggling to think of one. I, I'm I, I mean, bro, like there's no way that it hasn't happened, you know. But but I can the fact that we have to struggle to think about it. We can boom pull up examples with Giroud, like I, I, like if Morata did things like that, then I could say you know what, like at least. But he doesn't give me. He doesn't give me a benefit. See, that's do that's the entire that's the entire point with Morata in one sentence. There's no at least with him. There, there's no at least with him, because I, I don't see what he offers. Like, I'll use the perfect example to show, like, literally how far how far this guy's dropped. And I know it was offside on Saturday, but look at even the connection he had for that crossing. The you remember that poor header that got ruled out for offside on Saturday? Mm. Like uh, we got we got a set piece edge of the box. It uh-huh. came to Morata, perfect height and everything. Uh huh. It's it's coming to him on his head where he's confident that. I get it got called for offside. But it was uh, such a bad connection. Mm. And this is my mm-hmm. case to say nothing mm-hmm. is going for him. You're looking at the game against Powell on two sh- Thursdays ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some some shots unlucky. Some shots he should have put away. Exactly. But how many games in a row are you going to say that? How many times are you going to look to defend nearly every shot that he takes? And for a seventy million pound striker, should you be doing that? But okay, so that's again, and 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 I agree with you. But let's take it a little bit step out further. That is for us to decide, right? But you yeah. look at him, you watch him play, and you're like. Bro, like, like, show me something. Like, with cause that, and, and this is something that I've said on the podcast, and it's true. I've had this opinion in, in personal conversations that I've had with about Morata with friends. It's like he Morata's in a in a bad spot because he reminds us so much <coughs> of Torres, which is a good thing and a bad thing. And he, I said he idolizes Torres. And he reminds us, and he's came after Costa. And he reminds us so much of Costa. Not because he plays like Costa, because he's the opposite of Costa. Costa, yes, he only scored, only scored 20 goals. And yes, in, in our title winning season, they came, a, a bulk of them came in the front half of the season as opposed to the back half. Yes, in our title winning season under Gond- in our title winning season with Mourinho, they came in the front as opposed yeah. to the back. In our title winning season with Conte, they came in the front as opposed to the back. And he would disappear for months because for whatever reason. However, I never saw him just like all right, here we go. Like I I I always felt like you no know, when he was on the pitch, he was like 
I'm scoring today. He tried. I'm scoring today. I am scoring today. Every time he touched the ball, whether it was a pass or whatever, he was like, I pass the ball. You get the ball. What the fuck? But that's the thing, because Costa would put in the work on the ball and off the ball. You know, like you, you saw. He Car- would frustrate the hell out of defenders. Exactly. What defenders frustrates the Morata? Nobody. I mean, I mean the only the only defender I've seen him this season do any damage to, and that is Mustafi, and I don't even know if that's an achievement. Bro, but but even but but the frustration comes like last year. He frustrated the he frustrated the entire league and uh, uh, the fans with his, you know, getting touched in the back and falling down, which. Again, the out, the excuse was his back injury, that it hurts. And I, and I sympathize with him. As somebody that has back issues, I sympathize. It's the worst pain that I've ever felt is when my back goes. So I cannot imagine playing in a Premier League game where the people that I'm playing against know it and they use it. They use try to try to try to use my injury against me where they hit me in the back and stuff. I can't imagine that. Yeah. What is it this season? What is it? Dude, what is it? What do you need so you can be successful? Like, do you need Giroud starting in front of you so that fires you up and motivates you so when you come into the game, you're pissed off and you're ready to kill somebody? Is it that (coughs) you you need time with your family? What is it? And how can we? Because every it's not like nobody is at the club. I, I hope nobody's at the club going, we want you to fail. I'm assuming. I, I, hope I, I, I want him to succeed. I want him to succeed. Like, make no mistake out of the stuff I've said. I still want him to succeed at Chelsea, but it's just a case of I don't believe he can pull it off. I, 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 I don't. I hate to say it. I just don't. I haven't seen anything that says that he's improving. I don't either. I don't either. I'm hoping what this is what personally what I'm hoping for and I'm and I and and I'm not breaking any news here. What I'm hoping for is that at some point in the season that you know, we're looking in Jan- we're looking back and we're talking about how in October we were doubting him and then December he you know, he put in a goal or two and he we saw his confidence changing and then January was just building on that confidence in February and now here's March and April, and the dude is on fire. He's sitting on eight goals, but he's here's the thing: he's sitting on Go. eight goals, but his attitude is completely different. He's driving, he's hustling, he's 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 an animal out there. And every game now, he he, he we think he's gonna score every game. Every time he touches the ball, we think he's gonna score. I, I nope. I'm not even looking Go. for twenty goals, dude. I I'm want not an attitude yes. change. Here's the thing with Chelsea fans. Chelsea fans want to support him. And I'll use Torres as an example because Torres was very frustrating at Chelsea as well. And I think from what I remember, there was like a short period where I feel like for Chelsea fans, they were just so frustrated with Torres. Like I remember when Demba Barr first joined us and I think we were playing Swansea in the League Cup. We lost 2-0 in the first leg. And... I remember the entire game was filled with Chelsea fans just chanting, we want Demba Bar, and Torres got cheered when he got subbed off. But then towards the end of that, towards the back end of that season, Torres just showed, just started to show a little bit more promise. He got two in a Europa League game, and I I think his confidence started to improve since then. And I remember because he also had that mask, whenever he had that mask on, he was always brilliant for some reason. Zorro. (laughs) 
Exactly. Yep. But that but that was the thing. If you show something, these Chelsea fans will will go right back to supporting you. Because the Chelsea fan, because the Chelsea fans went went straight back to supporting Torres as soon as they saw something. Fans are allowed to be frustrated, yeah. but if you can show some sort of promise, there is these fans are not going to gonna just keep shitting on you for the sake of it. They just want to see you try. Yeah, I mean, and 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 if you and I are seeing, we, you and I sit approximately four thousand. Don't. And it's not like I've looked how many miles away from my living room is from Stanford Bridge. Like, it's not like I looked, but you and I sit 4,400 and change miles away. And we come to the same conclusion on the same guy. He's, is, is, you feel it and you see it in the stands and you feel it and see it on the couch. The dude, he needs an attitude change. I don't, I don't. Bro, I don't even want 20 goals. I don't want 15 goals. I don't I don't I don't have a goal number that I need him to hit. Just show me something different. Be I always all right. So the best example I can give, and I've seen like I have a cousin of mine. I have a cousin of mine that if you look at him, this dude is six foot one. He's two hundred pounds. He's ripped. He, this dude could be an athlete. He's built like a professional athlete. He could play any sport, basketball, football, American football, soccer, any sport that he would have been in, he's built like a professional athlete in that sport. He's athletic as hell, but he doesn't have it between the ears. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have the confidence. He doesn't believe he's the fastest guy there. He doesn't believe he jumps the highest. He doesn't believe. And I feel like that's the closest thing that I can probably think of what's going on with a Morata. Like he steps on the pitch. He doesn't believe that he in his in his abilities I, I don't know i've never talked to the guy i don't i don't i don't even know where to start when it comes to like i don't i don't even know if i'm on the right path but i just like like i i just need an attitude change from you bro like please here's the thing if it is if it is a confidence of, if it is a case where he's always stepping onto the pitch and he doesn't believe that he deserves to be he there then he, i don't know if that can be trained he's done and that's the thing that's the thing that's it's ruthless, but this is a ruthless sport. It's a billion-dollar organization. It's that's dude. The the club. I looked on LinkedIn, and and it, it's not the most accurate. I know, but the club employs two thousand people, and you and, and Morata is one of the highest-paid employees at the club. There's no there's no room. It's as competitive as football is. The every edge you can get. You need yeah, it. Take. You have to take, and there's no room for, you know, a project. If he was 17 years Especially old, Especially in the 18, position that we're in now, because we have to make top four. We have to make top four. And this is going if, back. If, if we don't make top four, Hazard is gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we're lucky that we have the Europa League, that we have two out. We have two ways of making Champions League next year. Um, whether that's through Europa or the top four. And this goes back to us winning the league. I don't want us. I, I, okay. It sounds crazy. I don't want us winning the, I don't want at the end of the season or the start of next season, us to yes, be champions, but still have massive holes to fill. I prefer us finishing in the top four. Hazard signing a new contract, 
Kante signing a new contract. Uh, sorry, you know, continue developing the system, and we're bringing and we've brought in players that are going to fill the holes of need and setting us up for domination year two. As that's that's what I feel like. It's like it's like Mourinho's second spell. First season, I feel like we're just a little horse right now. I, f- I nothing think... bad with us. We're a great team, but we're not complete. I, Next season will be complete. I I I hope so. I hope the board. I and that's the thing with winning the league. I think that when that trophy is a hell of a you know piece of paper, paper uh, uh, covering cracks. Um. And and you gotta look at you know I, you gotta look at teams like City and shit Liverpool Liverpool I I love the way that from the outside looking in it looks like there's a plan it looks like you know Klopp came in with a vision the club bought into it and every year I mean dude they sold their best player last year in January for 150 million and they still made the Champions League final. Yes, luck. Yep. Salah came through and 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 exploded. I think he's a one-year wonder, but he exploded um and that helped. But if do you think if Chelsea sold Eden Hazard last year or, or we would be we, we would be in 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 a position where we we can reinvest that money and, and 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 continue growing the club, they sold. I think they got very lucky with Coutinho, in my opinion, because I think for such a great player, he didn't perfectly fit Klopp's system. Mm. Compared to how Mane, Firmino, Salah, Salah, yeah. um, the midfield, how they fit, he Dyke. was the kind kind of the odd one out. Yeah. And they could afford quality to, player, but yeah, and they it could made afford, sense. It could they could afford to to sell him, but but what I like, and at least from the outside looking in, it looks like they have a plan. It looks like they 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 took the Coutinho money and they're like, look, we need to upgrade our goalkeeper. We need to upgrade uh, our midfield. We need to upgrade all around. And and here's our plan moving forward. I I am still worried that if we sold Eden Hazard, that we would look instead of uh, you know like we we wouldn't have a plan to move forward. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I feel like I feel like with sorry we'd have a plan to move forward, but trust me, we'd feel it. Oh, we would course. feel it if of we course. lost Hazard. I, Just off the attacking build up alone. Of course, of course. Holy shit! Let me. I mean, oh. it sounds obvious, but like you won't fully deep it until he's gone. Of course, you won't deep it until he's gone. All right, going back to your match day vlogs, take me to last Wednesday. It is one Liverpool. Liverpool. You're at Anfield. It's one one. Yep. Hazard picks the ball up. What midfield was it? Yeah. When did you hit record on your phone? And you knew, oh shit, we're about to see something here. I think nice no, when he put. It's when he. It's when he. I think picked the ball up again on the right hand side. After his, that's, after the first nutmeg, after the first nutmeg, that's when I started recording. <laughs> and then obviously, he just turns Moreno inside down and smashes it into the net, and then just go, it, the whole place goes mad. I had to move because I was right next to the Liverpool fans, 
And there was a steward who was bugging me, telling me I can't vlog, even though I could. So I had to move next to Louis around the middle of the pitch. Which was even better. Which was even That better. was a lot better. But I'm, I'm not going to lie. I do wish I was back in my other seat because just because we are next to Liverpool fans. I know they would have given us shit when Sturridge scored. Ugh. Oh, no. Because I'm not going to lie. I'm the, type, I'm the type of fan that likes having the arguments with your away fans. Not going violent, obviously, but you can take the piss out of each other's clubs and have a laugh. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's, that's what football's about. Yeah. 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 I... Like, obviously there's a line and I'm not going to go around saying anti-Semitic shit or racist shit. I'm not going to do anything like that. Yeah. But you can have, you can have a bit of laugh between each other, shake hands after, just take the piss. I, what I always say is that as long as everybody can walk away and, 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 and have a good time. There's then then you didn't cross the line. Exactly. Whatever that line I don't may look be, to cross lines. Wherever that line may be, maybe. But as long as you and I can, we can argue, we can everything. But as long as you don't feel like I crossed the line, then then it's then it was all good. Then we then it was fine. Even the same thing with playing sports. That hey, as long as you can go to work and I can go to work tomorrow, that's all that matters. Then, 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 then we can play hard. But as long as we can both go to work tomorrow, that's all I ask. Perfect. That sounds like honestly, we we're meant to go out after Liverpool, but literally with all the recording and everything, we end up having to sack that one off as well. Jesus. Now, trust me, the night after Liverpool, because like little thing, I left my charger. At, I left my laptop charger at Louis, and Louis forgot to bring it back up to bring up to Liverpool with us. So I had, to rec- I had to edit my vlog on Louis' laptop, and I've never used Final Cut before. But so, you're uh, Adobe Premiere. Uh, uh, Sony Vegas. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so I had to use Final Cut. Never done it before. Trust, trust me, Louis said to me, right, because we had to film previews for the, up- for the weekend Liverpool game with Redman TV. So he was like, to, he was like to me, all right, if you want to stay up and edit the vlog, stay up. But, tr- but please, when it gets to four or five, go to bed. And I was like, yeah, okay, okay. I went to bed at eight. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Literally, I had no idea what I was doing on Final Cut. And, I had, and the, the whole vlog deleted halfway through. Oh, my God. And oh. I had to redo the whole thing again. Oh, my God. Oh my god, that's that sounds that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. Uh, like, this is literally what the grind is. Not just for me, but like for Louis, for everyone on the channel on the match days. On a match day. That's that sounds terrible. That some sounds grounds terrible. are really easy to film with, some grounds are just painful. That sounds terrible. I always think that I always feel like when we play Everton on TV, it looks like the it looks like Everton's camera is like it's super like it's way up top and it points like straight down. So I always feel like if I went to uh if I went to Everton's ground, I I feel like I would be sitting like on a wall. Like I'd be sitting straight up and down. Like it always feels weird. Can I be honest with you? What's up? If you pick a first game, don't do Everton. No 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 no. Everton like Ball West Ham. Everton, I hate going to Everton. It's nothing against the fans or the club or anything like that. It's just the ground. The ground, like half the, half the seats are restricted view and they won't say it and they won't plug it as that. But you'll have, but you have a big fucking like hole in your pole, way. Yeah. Like 
half the half of the away end. The concourse is tiny. It's a six-hour trip to Liverpool, so it's not really the most appealing of them all. I'll still go, but it's not the most appealing of it. But Everton as a ground is just... They could really do construction work on, on Goodison. Really could. Yep. But they're not West Ham, at least. I kind of feel bad for West Ham in, in their stadium nah. issues. I really nah. do. I, 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 I kind of feel bad. Like, you get... you like. You, you think we're going into a modern stadium. It's huge. It's awesome. And it just feels like it doesn't feel Soulless. like they're playing. Yeah, it doesn't feel like they're playing. And it's like it'd be one thing if you're if you're playing at Wembley while your stadium is getting built or whatever. You're like, ah, it's not great. It's not ideal. But we're going to something better. When you have to go in week in, week out, and you're like, shit, this is it. Like, that's how I, I kind of I, I kind of feel for them a little bit. I, I, I'd feel for them if I hadn't done West Ham away before because I fucking hate West Ham. I fucking hate West Ham. Oh, Every single... If there's one team that's always going to fucking turn up against us, it's always them. It's always them and they're so shit. It, it, you know what? It, I always feel like they're... They're like again. I t- again. I told my brother-in-law. I'm like after the West Ham game. Like we were giving them shit. Like they've only they they haven't have they. Wait, hold on. I have the I have a thing here. Have they won a game this year? They've won one game. They beat. Yeah, they won two. They beat United and Everton. Yeah, they before United they won one game. It's like West Ham is much better than their record. Much better than their record. Oh yeah, I will respect the fact that West Ham now have a very good team, but I'm not gonna lie, it just pisses me off because they were this close to going down last yeah. season. Yeah, last and season I, they and should, I was they laughing. Yeah, because I was just imagining the London Stadium in the Championship and Millwall tearing the fuck out of the place. <laughs> it was really, really soothing to think about. Oh my god, my brother. I, I guess, my last question to you is. Where do we uh at the end of the season? I mean, you're, you're you're you you predicted it correctly last year, so I'm 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 a little bit nervous to hear your predictions for the end of the season. Where do we end up? Uh, May when it's all said and done, where is Chelsea football in the table, and where do you see us August 2019? Um, let. If you, I'm glad you asked me this now and not in June. Because if you asked me in June, I would have said sixth. And I would have said this season's going to be pure shit. Then next season's going to be great. Now, if you ask me, top four we can get. Top four we can definitely get. Hell, I'd push for third. I think, I think fourth, third we could manage. Do I think we'll win a trophy? I'd, I'd say we can definitely. I could say Europa League we have to go for. And I think, regardless of who drops down, we're going to be as we're going to be listed as one of the favourites. So I'd say we can go for. I think we can win a trophy. I I don't know yet which one, but I'd say I'd say this team has the quality to go for a trophy. But it's a case of whether it's a case of does Sari want to prioritise one of the leagues? Because you remember last season for Napoli, I think Sari because Napoli Napoli dropped into Europa League, didn't they? I think they did. I think they did but I remember too. but I remember Sari put a heavily rotated side so that Napoli could focus on their title race. Yeah. 
So it's a case of will Sari do the same thing this season? Because we're still transitioning. Yeah. I, so, uh-huh, uh-huh. Top, for me, top four, maybe third, we can go for. I don't see us dropping out the top four anymore. And I think we can get a trophy, but I don't see a title challenge this year. I don't see a title challenge. Maybe, maybe we'll look like it around November, December, but I don't feel I don't feel we'll have it in us to last the whole season. Next season, though, let's go for it. And then in August, when this team lines up, how different does it look, uh, player wise? If if somehow we don't win the Europa League and we don't make top four. We wouldn't have Hazard. No, absolutely. I think not. I wouldn't want Hazard. I, I would want him to move on. I would want him nah, to move on. For me, it's just one fact. It's literally a fact that I've just clocked while we were doing this podcast. Hazard is Hazard ain't even played in the Europe in the European final yet. Mm. So, like, no, he that's going to be when something we won that's the Europa League. He was there. He was injured. Didn't didn't play in the final. Are you sure? Yeah, he didn't play. Because I remember I had the poster of them all celebrating the Europa League triumph and Hazard was in his suit. You're right. You're right. That's the thing. He hasn't been in a... A player of his quality right. hasn't been in the final yet. And I know you'll say like... And I know you'll say, yeah, but he was part of the team that finished fifth. And if we finish out the top four, we'll be part of the team that finished that again. But a player of his talent and how long is he going to wait? I feel like he's putting everything, everything, everything into this season to get us as high as he can. Putting everything he possibly can. So if we if we can't make it, he's done everything he can. And so it would be acceptable for him to say, I've done what I can. Now can I go to Madrid? Because Hazard's not going to force it. He's, he's already said he's yeah. happy to go to Spain. He's happy to stay in Chelsea. But you're not going let's, to... Let's be honest... If we don't make top four again, I wouldn't be shocked if he walked out. If we make top four again, that then August 2019 is going to look a lot brighter. We'll have Hazard. I think we'll have Kante regardless, and I think Mar- we'll probably have a new, we'll definitely have a new striker for next season, in my opinion, unless Morat completely turns it around. Yeah, I think maybe David Luiz might not be here next season. Well, I won't say might not be here, but I think we'll be looking for another centre back as well. You don't think Christensen will take that spot? I completely forgot about Andreas Christensen. Ignore my last comment. (laughs) Um, And the last one's all depends on Kovacic. If we stayed, then we might look for more depth in midfield. But I don't know if we'll look for a starter. Yeah. If we have Kovacic. Because we won't need to. We just need to look to shore up the depth. Because as much as I love Ross Barkley, I'm not seeing it from him yet. No, no, no. I don't want him on the team. I want him sold. I want him sold. He he cost us the Liverpool game. He lost the ball. And no, I it, just remember he came on and his passing was just so poor. He was he kept turning the ball back over. For for me, Ross Barkley is a great player to have when the ball is nowhere near him. When he has to do when he has to do something with the ball, I, I get nervous. I'm, I'm like, I was trying to Nini after the game. He uh, he called him the white Bakayoko. I mean, the only plus plus side with Ross Barkley is that we bought him so cheap that he it, it'd be it's gonna be impossible for him not to turn that's, a profit. That, 
which is that's fine. why that's why I was not mad when we signed Barkley. Fifteen million for hope for homegrown talent who's had a lot of potential behind him. Do it, which is fine. I mean, healthy risk. No, there is no there the the, the high risk a low risk high reward with Ross Barkley. No problem. I I just. He can't. He can't be an option. He can't be a first choice option coming off the bench. He cannot. He cannot. I'm. I'm sorry. He cannot. Ha- I, that can't happen. He can't. It can't happen. That, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's another reason why I was saying I don't think we'll win the league. Quality, quality off the bench. Yeah. Not to the standard of Manchester City and Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. We need our starting eleven competes with any starting eleven, and our starting eleven that 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 means including Pedro, not William. Not yeah, our now, starting level. That, that's that another area Pedro, I think that we might have to improve too. I want us to see, and 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 we'll wrap it up after this. I want us Go. to start get a striker if Morata can't turn it around. So something along the lines of selling Morata, bringing in Anthony Marshall to take the number nine, uh, get us a right wing right winger, whether that's Leon Bailey, somebody along those lines, somebody young, um, Leon Bailey. Leon Bailey is perfect. A young twenty, you know, twenty-one. He's twenty-one years old. Um, <coughs> can improve. Is an attacker. He plays the right wing spot. Something like that. Leon. The Bailey. whole of Europe's talking about Leon Bailey. I I know I know, but I mean, we. Sorry, one second. Yep. Yes. One. So Leon Bailey, somebody along those lines. If it's not Leon Bailey, it's a right winger. I don't want. I love Christian Pulisic. I would love to have. A Chelsea Christian Pulisic jersey, but he's not a right winger. He's a he plays in the midfield. Um, so I don't. I mean, whatever. Mason Mount, Christian Pulisic. I, I you know. I as long I I want a right winger. If we can have afford the luxury of having Mason Mount and Christian Pulisic. It, with a bright Chelsea future of those two playing together, that's fine. But I, I would prefer if we get a right winger. Um, it's before before we um, before he left. I wanted before he left for Man City. I wanted Mares. I thought course. it would have been perfect. Mares would have been perfect. Mahrez like nothing against perfect. Will- no, I, nothing against William and Pedro. Like Pedro suits this. Suits his formation, the style of play so well. He's a new signing. And he's a new signing. Exactly, and because because of the because of he's come from La Masia and he's played in Pep Guardiola's system, and Guardiola and Sari both have the utmost respect for the way each other plays. He was he he's he's slotted in so well. William still still improving, still improving. But I'm not going to say he's he's had a bad start to the season. It's not like last season, but they're both over 30 yeah no williams turned 30 i think pedro's 31 yeah i think w- williams yeah. right there he's either 29 he's gonna be 30 whether oh no no william i think turned 30 in august if i remember for, i think f- for all intents and purposes both of them are 30 years old whether they're yeah. 29 in eight months or 30 years old or about to be 31 they're 30 years old i mean they're, they're, they're they are on the wrong side of 30 uh you know I want somebody on the young side of twenty, playing right winger. I want somebody can have for a good couple years as well. Yeah, somebody that can grow. Um, 
Aspilicueta, I, f- I feel like he's going to be transitioning into his back to center back sometime soon. He he's I Hopefully. Fe- I feel like we 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 might be remember Ivanovic at the end of the 14 and 15 season. He started off he ended 13 and 14 on fire. Then he started yeah. off 13 a uh, 14 and 15 on fire. Okay, he started cooling down. By the end of, we still won the title, but in start of fifteen, uh, which was the end of the fourteen fifteen season, he was already a liability. It was clear as day. I feel like Aspie, if he's not in a bad form, if he's not in a, a run of bad form, he might be slow showing the signs of of where he might need to go back into center back, which is fine. I, I see where you're coming from, and you I agree with you. I, I don't feel it's a case of Aspie's slowing down or is a liability. I think it's a case of positioning, because Aspilicueta seems to get caught out quite a little bit. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, que- I, I don't question Aspilicueta as a defender. As a defender, one of the best in the league, full stop. But as an attacking right back, which is what Sari wants to play him as. He's I don't that. feel he's suited. Yeah, he's not that. He's not that. I, I, I just feel like, I feel like, you know, it would be smart for us to start now looking for an answer for right back solution. You know, where, you know, I, I, if they have a, if they have a, a board, I'm sure they do. Maybe right next to Aspie's name, have a, like a two year mark. Already we have a plan two years out. He should be transitioning into center back next year or, or, or something. But we already have somebody in the works that's around two years out right now where that guy's being plugged into to right back. You know, no, that's, I'd, I'd like I'd like to see that mainly because sorry, doesn't we, we've seen sorry's opinions when it comes to transfer and everything. He's very relaxed when it comes to transfers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a case of. If you see any big name signings, it's either a case that Sari has specifically said they need this player or the border felt it. Yeah. Yep. So, well, my man, I guess uh, where if people want to find you on Twitter, how can they get a hold of you on Twitter? Um, just follow me, Carefree Lewis G on Twitter. Um, my personal channel as well, Carefree Lewis G. I'm trying to build my personal channel a little bit more this year so i'm trying to land like behind the scene yeah. behind the scenes vlogs as well on top of what what i do for for 100 chelsea which also leads into please like and subscribe to 100 chelsea as well Absolutely. Uh, facebook snapchat twitter instagram youtube it's all the same name 100 chelsea please don't forget to like and subscribe and check out the content let me know what you guys think absolutely absolutely uh and it if anybody wants to get catch a beating on FIFA, where are you? PS4 or Xbox? Xbox, Xbox. Ooh, I'm gonna be picking up. I'm gonna be picking up FIFA within the next few days. Um, drop me a mess. Drop me a gamer tag. Absolutely, absolutely. I want to. I got. I want to make a new one just specifically that's tied into my because I have my personal one that I've had shit since Xbox the original. Um. But I, I I don't know if I can have two gamer tags going on at the same time. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, I think I think you can I think you can create another. I think it's the case you got to create another Microsoft account. I hmm. think. 
well, if that's the case, then then whatever. It is. I don't have a problem with that. But either way, I'm on Xbox. Um, you know, I I I, I still got to get. I would have to get used to FIFA 19. But uh, Lewis, I think I would probably kick your ass from the right from the beginning. Right? No. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm still <laughs> learning time shooting. I'm still learning. I I I'm all, I do I'd be all up for the trash talking, but I I don't feel like I'm back in it right now. Yeah, no, I, I would I, I would need a couple of weeks as well. A couple of weeks. A couple, usually I I get... Nah, this game, this FIFA's just too weird. That's the thing for me. I, I, it's uh, just changed. I, I, usually when it comes to FIFA, and I haven't played 19 yet. I haven't played 19. I've just been busy where I haven't just gone to the store and just bought it. And, and, but I feel like I feel like I don't get confident in FIFA till right around December. Even though it comes out in September, I don't feel like like okay, I, I got I got this. It doesn't mean that people won't catch a beating on FIFA till then, but it just me personally, I don't feel like all right, I I got this. I got this. Right around December, whether that's December first or December or November, end of November, right around that time, about two months with the game. Now, for me, I feel like I get where you're coming from and I feel the same, like, I feel like for, like, the first month I just need to figure out what I'm doing in terms of game and everything, but this game just, I feel completely different to start in any other FIFA because I feel, it just feels like a lot more has changed with this one. Hmm. Hmm. Like, the way, like, the way you feel while you're playing, time shooting in itself is something I've got to find my way around. I really miss just normal shooting, just pressing B and cunting into the net. Yeah, well, I'm looking right. forward to I'm looking forward to uh, finding that out myself. So, my man, this has been great, uh, everyone. Um, yeah, this is the end of the interview. All right, everybody, back. I want to thank Lewis from 100% Chelsea again. If you're not following him on Twitter, please follow him on on Twitter. If you're not subscribed to 100% Chelsea on YouTube, please do so. His match day vlogs are, as somebody who lives um, 4,000 miles away from Stamford Bridge, his match day vlogs are, are, are valuable, man. They really make you feel like you're there in the crowd celebrating with other supporters. And, and, and it's just like... I, I can't thank him enough for it. He does amazing work on that. Um, so that's it. That's it. I'm going to come back again to you uh, this week. We play tomorrow in the Europa League. We play tomorrow in the Europa League. So I'll come to you with a match review. I got a lot of things in the works. Website is coming along. Um, what else is coming along? Either way, so, <laughs> so um, a lot of things in the pipeline, a lot of things in the works. Again, guys, thank you so much for your support. Please follow me on Twitter at 
All American CFC. Please follow me on Instagram, All American Chelsea. Um, follow me, I'll follow right back. A uh, bunch of interviews coming up. Um, I'm reaching out to supporters from other from other teams coming up, so we could do. I love doing those opposition, um, like I, conversations with with supporters from the other crews from the other teams, like I did with Mo, like I did with Kyle. Um, I'm working on getting a whole bunch bunch of guys that you definitely you know you know who they are. Not to say that you didn't know. You know, I'm sure you know who Mo was, but not to say you didn't know who Kyle was. But it was just awesome to get it like a different perspective. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, and I'm just gonna keep giving you uh, guys content. So again, thank you so much to Lewis. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him on YouTube. His personal YouTube channel. Follow 100% Chelsea. Follow me on Twitter. All American Chelsea. Uh, no, All American CFC. Follow me on Instagram, All-American Chelsea. I'll talk to you guys again soon. I love you. I love each and every single one of you. Have a great day. And fuck. If you don't think Eden Hazard is the... I'm going to end it right here. We'll continue this conversation on Twitter. Eden Hazard right now. Is playing as good as the anybody else in the world. And I dare say he might be the best player in the world today. Today, he might be the best player in the world. Fight me. Fight me. If you, if you don't like it, fight me. Meet me in my front lawn and we'll talk about it. I love you guys. Have a great day. I'm out. Started sipping syrup, I've been geeked there since. Gotta keep that heat on the seat, yeah, yeah. You know we talk that stick talk, that stick talk. I'm about to fuck this cash up on a new toy. About to fuck this cash up on a new toy. You can't understand us, cause you're too soft. Tell the band bands, run them straight through the machinery. They came through with a stick, and you heard it. They came through in this bitch, and they were swerving. I can't believe the blood ain't on my shirt. Because he got hit close range. We be talking stick talk. We be talking bricks too. We be talking lick talk. And I'm a fucking bitch too. I ain't got no manners for no sluts. I'ma put my thumb in a butt. Took a shot at Henny. I be going crazy, crazy. They say my whole hood got it under investigation. They know they talk that stick talk, that stick talk. They know we talk that lick talk, that lick talk. I'm about to put this cash up on a new toy. Back and fuck this cash up on a new toy. You can't understand us, cause you're too soft. Tell the band bands, run them straight through the machinery. I'ma tell a lie under oath. I can see it in your eyes, you on both. I said, kind got on what a body count. Riding in the car, I barely kept it up. Ordered up a sofa, told him, ride me around the whole world. I was on the e-way with that Miley and that old girl. Get a little cheaper, you can win. Hit it a little harder, get the best. Ten million dollars cash, fuck a friend. Started sipping syrup, I've been geeked there since. Gotta keep that heat on the seat there since. You know we talk that stick talk, that stick talk. I'm about to fuck this cash up on a new toy. About to fuck this cash up on a new toy. You can't understand us, cause you're too soft. 
Taliban bands run them straight through the machine. Fully loaded with top, fully loaded clips. Fucking with my niggas, I smoke a zip. Red eyes, and I got them zones with me. Taliban bands run them straight through the machinery. Took the shot at Henny, I've been going brazen, brazen. They say my whole hood got it under investigation. They know they talk that stick talk, that stick talk. They know we talk that lick talk, that lick talk. Two million dollars cash, fuck a friend. Started sipping syrup, baby, get their sense. Gotta keep that heat on the seat, their sense. You know we talk that stick talk, that stick talk.